This is the Realist Realtor Podcast, hosted by Carmelita Turner, the Realist Realtor you know. Episodes are here each and every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Because this is the show where people are interested in engaging in real conversations that talk about real life and how very real situations impact how we are able to leverage our wealth building ability through real estate. We're so glad you decided to join us. Welcome to episode 38 of the Realist Realtor Podcast. I'm your host, Carmelita Turner, and so grateful that you decided to show up and join us for another episode. We are here each and every Wednesday at 3 p.m. As I promised in our last episode, this week we are going to explore the black tax. So before we get into it, I want to say two things that this is where we always work hard to connect real people with real facts about wealth acquisition through real estate. And number two, I hope you have been continuing my call to action and really spending time thinking about your ideal place, your utopia, spending time with yourself, keeping that vision in your mind so that you can continue to educate and work your way towards that. Okay, folks, I have so much research information and articles today I'm excited to talk about and share with you guys. Uh, But let me tell you the funny thing, crazy thing here. All of this came about because I happened to have, I don't know how I ended up with this leisure hour or two, but I did. And, you know, I said, you know what, I haven't really seen a lot of television. I don't watch a lot of movies. So I just happened to turn on the TV. I was flipping through. And I came across a movie, old movie, probably from like 2006, called Something New. And if you haven't uh, seen it or you don't remember it, feel free to Google it. It has Sanal Lathan in it. And, um, oh, the little cutie pie, Simon Baker, Simon Baker. And basically, it was a movie that was just exploring the nuances of an interracial relationship. Um, Sanal came from a very prestigious um, black family in her community, they had um, at least two generations of wealth from what was implied in the movie. And Simon um, Baker played a character, I think in the movie his name was Brian. He was her gardener. And so they fall in love and um, just the challenges that came with that um, being an interracial couple, not necessarily related to race. That's, That's really not what the challenges ever really pertain to, more so related to understanding and experience. And at one point when um, Brian was trying to understand how it is for the other protagonist, Sanaa, or uh, in the movie her name was Kenya, how extremely difficult it is living as a black woman uh, in that beautiful melanated skin where you have to be 200% better, work 10 times harder. Um, He was really struggling trying to understand that. So there's this one scene where he's going around asking her friends, did they know about the black tax? Like, what is this black tax? Do you guys know about this black tax? And it was funny to watch, but really kind of sad the more I thought about it. And you know my Virgo brain, we're always analyzing. Because it's like, yeah, that's really the reality. Because it's one of those things that people know darn well it exists. They just don't want to admit it. They just don't want to accept it. So 
what am I talking about when I reference the black tax? So you know what, Let, let's just first take it to um, a definition. When we reference a black tax, it's not a secret thing, it's a documented thing. Oh yeah, let me say that again. It is a documented thing. The black tax basically shows up in the way that blacks have to work harder and many times pay more in many different pillars or areas of society in order to receive the same benefits and opportunities as whites or even their non-black peers. That is what the black tax is, plain and simple. Now, having said that, let's take it on back, take it on back. Does it exist? Well, absolutely. And it has been documented time and time again. And actually, I had the opportunity uh, and made a decisive choice to go back and do an edit to this particular podcast because I wanted to share with you um, someone that um, I was familiar with from a little while back and was reminded of most recently and so glad that I was, Sean Rochester, who is the author of the book, The Black Tax, The Cost of Being Black in America, a book that he wrote back in 2018. Please make sure that you search uh, this phenomenal um, author, this um, deeply profound, well-researched and well-thought-out gentleman. And guess what? Grab his book on Amazon as well um, because I like giving you all tangibles so that you can walk away and educate yourselves even more. When we think about the fact that blacks retain less than 2% of the wealth on this globe, although as far as numbers, they make up higher numbers of people on the earth, but they retain far less of the wealth. Many people understand that for those of us here in America, and I, I'm only gonna speak to my experience, a lot of that can start or at least be traced back to our time in slavery. And let me be clear, that is not where our history begins. At least that's not where I start my history because slavery was not my portion. It was what my ancestors were forced into. The greatness that I descend from is far bigger than slavery, and it was before being you know, brought to the United States. Well, I'm sorry, at that time it wasn't even referred to as the United States. So when we think about the 400 plus years, and that's right, don't get it to us, stop playing with the numbers, 400 plus years of slavery, uh, Jim Crow, just all, all the uh, different policies, segregation, and situations that blacks have been um, subjected to, all of those things help contribute to an awful wealth gap, all of which have been impacted by this black tax, right? So when you think about slavery, right, that was a 100% loss because slaves obviously were not paid for their labor. Their labor wasn't there, the products that they manufactured and produced weren't theirs. Hell, their own lives weren't really theirs. Women had no say over their own body. Children, families, husbands, wives, torn apart, sold off at any point. And check it, even the slaves themselves were a commodity. 
they were a higher dollared commodity than the daggone products that they were producing. Exactly. When economists try to put a number on the loss to blacks due to slavery, they, they argue it, it ranges, but let me tell you what they don't argue on. The fact that on average, the loss to blacks just in slavery alone was at least between 50 to 60 trillion with a T dollars. Now, you think that that wouldn't cause folks to start with a little bit of a deficit? It's a hell of a huge deficit. And the fact that the slaves after emancipation, air quote, after they um, were released from slavery, they had no resources. You know, there was all that talk. I don't even know how, how expensive the talks were. It was probably just a chat about 40 acres and a mule. So if you think about the fact that there were almost 4 million, a little over 4 million people in slavery, that you needed to give all of them 40 acres and a mule, that would have been at least about 160 million acres. Do you freaking know how much 160 million acres equates to? About a little over $1 trillion. $1 trillion. Not to mention that that was just in land that they were promised that they didn't receive. Not to mention the $90 billion that had already been taken from them just in their labor alone. So yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, that black tax is real because you're already giving people what you're saying is a new start, a fresh start, with no resources, even though they've produced well into the trillions of dollars of resources for you. Well into the trillions. We know that housing is the greatest wealth builder. It's the greatest wealth builder. But when we listen to reports and statistics and when you um, align with groups like NARAB, uh, National, Associ uh, National uh, Association of Black Realtors, uh, like myself, you learn that even you know the government-created mortgage system between 1930 and 1960, less 1% of mortgages went to blacks. Oh, what? You mean redlining plays into that black tax? It sure did, and it sure does, even to this day. So that black tax rears its ugly head in all facets of life, all of the pillars of life to help people not only sustain themselves, live a comfortable life, get ahead in life, and then leave wealth for their generations to come. This is how detrimental the black tax has been, pervasively so. And you're seeing more people now start to talk about and revisit this black tax because of the absolute unrest that we find ourselves in right now, not just in this country, but around the globe. Because now, your ugliness plays out on a major stage. Media is global now. So it's not as easy to kind of hide the ugly truth behind closed doors or push it into the closet or sweep it under the rug. It's not as easy to do that. And what I continually say is that 
yes, educating yourself on this information is important, especially for black folk. But the main people who need to fix the problem are the people that created it. So white people need to fix their white problem. This doesn't mean I have any hate for white people, but it does mean that they must educate themselves, take a strong look at factual data, and help destroy the paradigm that they either helped create or benefit from vicariously. Because I don't know anybody out here saying, no, I refuse to accept preferential advantages. Please do not give me any. I'm, I'm not even asking you to do that. But I am asking that you accept the fact that the problem of the wealth gap of racism doesn't rest with black folk. It rests with those that created this. The Washington Post actually on July 2nd just wrote an article about, yep, the black tax. And they were talking about this data uh, as it pertains to this black tax showing variances and differences for black homeowners. And they did a breakdown, which you can Google it, find it. Um, I'll put the link in um, this uh, podcast episode as well. But they were breaking down this analysis state by state and going through different neighborhoods looking at black homeowners who were paying 13% more in property taxes than white homeowners in the all, all things even same situation but they were paying more in property taxes and I know you're hearing this and you're like well what how, how how does that even like how does that happen when there are neighborhoods that are predominantly black it is documented I will keep saying this and evidence it's it's recorded all for public record can't hide anything that's that's public record. Areas that are predominantly white are not only taxed at a lower rate, but there are, uh, the values of their homes are assessed at a higher rate. Areas that are predominantly black are taxed at higher rates, and the assessment or the value of their homes are lower, all things equal, when compared to their um, uh, comparable neighborhoods that are predominantly white. Yeah, real facts, folks, real facts. So, you know, black homeowners are just consistently assessed at higher values for taxes, but the actual sale prices really become relative because they give less value to those homes. It's just systematic racism in industries and pillars of life-altering events that impact your ability to acquire wealth. I point this out because that is why it is not only important to understand your political power as far as how you vote locally, statewide, and federally. Those things matter, folks. And the fact that, guess what? Challenge that damn tax assessment. You can do that. White folks do it all the time. Those are things that you can challenge. But many times, People are unaware of that. Black homeowners are unaware of that. That is why I continually say that as black realtors who strongly desire to not only educate other uh, blacks to get more blacks into homeownership, 
But, and again, I want to educate whoever wants to hear, whoever wants to listen. Everybody needs to know this. But it's so important when I know that people who look like me own homes far less than those who don't. It is important that this information is heard and understood. In almost every state, uh, they found that property taxes, of course, in the black areas were much higher. States like California, they mentioned um, what they were ex uh, excluded from um, many remedies due to Proposition 13. That was something that was passed back in 1978. And that actually changed how property in California is valued. So the inequalities just in the tax assessments are many factors that kind of weigh in on black home ownership uh, rates nationwide. Not to mention on the heels of things like Jim Crow, where you know white officials would manipulate property taxes to put an undue burden and punish the black populations. So you know many times as a result of these heavier taxes, many blacks lost their land. So that's more land. You promised the 40 acres and a mule. You never came through with those 160 million acres of land. Then you start putting all of these undue taxes on blacks and, and you know, overvaluing their properties for retaliation um, politically and all types of things. And now they're losing properties again. It just shows time and time again that even as blacks begin gaining a foothold, something else came along to really um, put, push them back. It's, it was like one step forward, 12 steps, 12 steps back, okay? So it became harder and, and stunted the growth of black home ownership compared to white home ownership even more, even more. So that is why I'd like to bring these things to the audience to just simply say, you know, it's important to understand how impactful these things are, but that, again, as I said at the start, owning dirt is the number one wealth builder. So it is not to dissuade you from owning your own, because that is my movement. Own your own. God is not making more dirt but it is here to inform you and to educate you on many things. Yes, you are a taxpayer. You are a citizen within your constituency area. Yes, you are able to challenge tax assessments to make sure that compared to others, not only in your area, but in many other comparable areas elsewhere, that they're looking the same. Those are things that you're able to do. Enlist the help of professionals if needed. Sit down and talk to a realtor about your assessment, looking at the homes in your area and then homes in another area and, and make an informed decision about, well, yeah, this makes sense or no, this doesn't make sense. Show up at your HOA meetings to start. That's the, small, that's the microcosm, right? Show up at those meetings. Show up at your um, district meetings or area meetings. Show up at um, your local um, me, uh, county board meetings. Things of that nature. It's important to show up 
It is important to hear what is going on. That is what determines and drives the valuation of an area. All of these things are important. So yeah, is the black tax real? Hell yeah, it's real. We feel it every day. You, you feel it at your job when someone is promoted over you who knows less than you, could have been someone that you trained. But yet you still have to perform at a much higher rate, um, demonstrate more capabilities or have more responsibilities. Yeah, it's a real thing. It does impact many different areas of life, but it is not insurmountable when you understand it, when you identify it, when you work to overcome it in your life. Because what have I said? Home is always your first business. So that means what are you doing? You are preparing yourself to own as many doors as possible. How do you do that? Call Carmelita number one, educate yourself, read as much as you can. I will say again, make sure you pick up the black tax, the cost of being black in America by um, author Sean Rochester. Uh, make sure you're reading as many books as you can. Hey, listen, email me, call me. I don't mind answering questions, okay? Make sure that you are evaluating, looking at things like your credit, your assets, cutting out expenditures that you don't need. I, like I say all the time, I'm the realest realtor. I can take you from credit to closing and beyond. And the reason I say beyond is because none of these things are going away. You think the black tax is going away tomorrow? So there are many areas, unforeseen areas, that may come up or other opportunities that may present themselves that my clients may not be aware of. I wanna be able to continually share those opportunities with clients so they are continuing to build their wealth foundation for themselves right now and for their generations to come. So it always excites me whenever I can share just a little, little bit of information to get you excited about finding out more, reading more, learning more, and then doing more. Guys, thanks so much for showing up and hanging out with me here on the Realist Realtor Podcast. I leave you in the same manner in which I came, folks. That is in peace. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Realist Realtor Podcast. Head over to Call Carmelita for Real Estate, all spelled out on IG, and look in our bio to click on our link so you can connect with us across all platforms. Please subscribe to the podcast here on Anchor and Spotify, and we'll see you next week.